everybody and welcome back to the easygoing podcast with your hosts Juan Marcel and Rylan. Today we are coming to you live from Los Angeles. Yes, the city of angels. Yeah. Is that what it is? Very good. <laughs> Precisely. More specifically, we are literally in bed as we record this. Yeah. And we understand why Emma Chamberlain does it. Yes, I'm relaxed. This also, is we're back on United States soil. You didn't really emphasize that. Oh, yeah. Well, back yeah. Back from Paris. We mentioned last week that that was going to be our last week in Paris. Sadly, nothing changed about that. Yep. <laughs> it was true. <laughs> we flew back to the United States and we were in Arizona mm-hmm. for a few days. And then I got booked on a job for modeling in Los Angeles. And that's why I had to come out here. And I brought Rylan with me because I figured we could make a vlog and also because I wanted my baby with me. Yeah. And we're going to be here a total of three nights. Originally, we were just going to be over two nights, but we extended actually as of this morning because we're just enjoying our time here. Yeah. And we wanted to relax a little bit and spread things out more. Yeah. But yeah, so I had a job yesterday for modeling. I was working for Aloe Yoga. For those of you who haven't heard of them, they're kind of like the main competitor of Lululemon. Is that a good way to explain them? Yeah, I would say so. They're just like another activewear, mm-hmm. like, like a high-end activewear brand. And I really liked them. So when they approached me about working with them, I was pretty excited about it. So that was fun. And obviously, super nice that we got to come out here for it. We're going to be coming out with an LA vlog. Also, yeah. this trip, I want to try Hailey Bieber's Air One smoothie drink. If you guys have heard about it, it's been all over TikTok. And yeah, she's, I've been dying to try it. I've never been to Air One and I kind of took pride in that but she's <laughs> forcing me to go to Erwan this time so that we can <laughs> vlog that so i'm excited anyways today's topic is about anxiety and it was requested by sophie via submission on the q a prompt that we leave at the bottom of each spotify episode if you ever want to leave us any episode topic suggestions you can do so by scrolling to the bottom of any of the spotify episodes but we also have a podcast email yes where you can always reach us or you can reach us on any of our social media platforms we have all of that in the show notes but the podcast email is easygoingpod at gmail.com yeah so sophie basically just said she would like to hear us talk about anxiety and it's a perfect topic suggestion honestly because we definitely have been dealing with a heightened level of anxiety lately yes definitely and we talk about it a lot with one another just trying to figure out what's going on yeah where it's coming from and we thought it'd be nice if we just treated this episode as more of a stream of consciousness yeah mind dump kind of thing yeah we're kind of just like talking about our anxiety and what we've been feeling and opening up to you guys about it hopefully it's relatable and maybe talking about how we have been trying to deal with it and handle it just so that you guys know once again that you're not alone if you're feeling any of these things and we deal with it all the time and before we begin we just wanted to say obviously we're not medical professionals yeah we aren't really qualified to give any advice on anxiety or how to handle it Mm -hmm. definitely wanted to state we are not licensed professionals (laughs) (laughs) in anything that we're saying no so the weeks leading up to coming home we've both been kind of feeling like a building anxiety yeah 
overall like we've been talking about that to each other about how much we felt there was like this anxiety because coming home is always anxious for us well there's a lot of different things that was going on leading up to it that was contributing to it like a lot of it was based on trying to sort out all the things that we had to get done before coming back home like getting the extra vlogs done Mm -hmm. and figuring out what we're gonna do when we get home and how our content creation is gonna look but also we end up getting separated, you know, yes. because Rylan and I stay with our families when we yeah. go back home. And that alone also gives me a little bit of anxiety. A lot of anxiety, yeah. both of us, yeah. Because I just I just get, like, used to being together all the time and waking up next to each other and working together. Like, we do... Everything together. Everything together. And it's so nice that yeah. we get to do that. So then when we don't, it's hard to, like, adjust, you know? yeah. I think we're realizing we do have some codependency issues yeah. going on yeah, with each bit. other. Not an unhealthy amount, but just how much we rely on yeah. being around each other to feel comfortable. And Yeah, and I think like it could turn into a bigger thing. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's important to like kind of discover those things. And codependency is so hard to like see within a relationship. I mean, for me, at least I'm like, I don't care. This is just how I want to live my <laughs> life, you know? <laughs> Yeah, especially when the relationship is healthy and it feels yeah. good yeah. and there's not really any negatives to yeah. being codependent. Especially because we work together, so it's just everything, you know? Yeah, but then when you separate, you realize the negatives mm-hmm. of it, which is like literally feeling uncomfortable away yeah. from each other or not really knowing how you're going to navigate being alone. Not because yeah. you, we can't handle it, but because so many things are tied to each other. Yeah, exactly. Even like for me, going to the gym without one is always, I don't know, it just like gives me so much anxiety because I'm like alone and and he usually like, you know, works out with me and we like do work. He comes up together. to me and asks me what she should do next sometimes. Yeah. And so I kind of depend on him in those situations and also to feel like safe at the gym because girls know like the gym doesn't feel safe all the time. <laughs> <laughs> So, I don't know. It's just weird. It's been interesting this time around coming home because I think it's good for us to clear our heads in this way. Yeah. When we head back home and are are not in this environment of traveling, doing magical things and Mm -hmm. working together 24-7. And then actually having a moment to ourselves and being like, hmm, checking in and understanding what's been going on. Yeah. It's just been nice that we both are emotionally aware enough to recognize this yeah without it being like one of us all of a sudden saying hey yeah something needs to change or yeah. something it's or like, it's like a traumatic experience yeah. for one of us or both yeah we're both just approaching this because we want what's best for each other and our relationship in total mm-hmm. and that codependency is not sustainable no so i think i've talked about it before or a few times probably about how growing up for me i was very shy and uncomfortable in social situations like I would hide behind my mom and and all that stuff Mm -hmm. so I think like my anxiety has been around for I mean as long as I can remember (laughs) I don't know (laughs) but yeah and I would say that most of the time my anxiety is coming from social situations Mm -hmm. like even for me and Juan to go out to like eat somewhere I'm always asking Juan to ask for the salt or to to place the order yeah and just because I get shy around people it's hard for me to make like conversation and like you know I get I get really uncomfortable easily in social situations basically and I notice during times when it's getting worse a lot of those things become a lot more prevalent or 
yeah it, it's happening a lot more often yes like when the yeah. anxiety is low for you mm-hmm. i don't notice you you know asking me to go place orders or yeah i'll just see you just go up to the waitress and ask for anything yeah or definitely and i also like want to say that's a little bit codependency <laughs> like i'm like depending <laughs> on him to you know do that for me yeah if you were alone in that situation i really hope you would be asking for salt yeah yeah i think i would and I that's know. something that we talked about when it was getting bad towards the end of the paris trip yeah is i was like am i enabling you yeah by doing this mm-hmm. for you should i stop and i don't know what did we end up coming to i, yeah. I kind of said i'm not going to do that yeah, for you exactly. anymore but it's good that way I, I told you that it was probably better but you probably had a lot of very lightly salted meals yes because of that yes i learned <laughs> my lessons though <laughs> And I feel like my social anxiety is heightened when there's like that stress of us going home and that anxiety is heightening and everything. Yeah. But also I, I've been having general anxiety lately because my cousin passed away about three weeks ago. Yeah. And then my grandfather passed away a few nights ago. So it's been really weird. It's one of the first times that I've really dealt with grief and trying to understand. I mean, it just, it's all a very anxious situation, I guess. Yeah. And we've been talking about, I've been having a lot of tragic news in my family lately as well. And we were talking about it like, is it because we're getting older? Is our family just exposing us to tragic news more often? Or are we just in a time where bad things are happening? Yeah you know a little more often or something not to say anything like it be negative because there's a lot of good things and great amazing things happening as well but there's just a lot of tragedies happening within both of our families yeah and i think you're having a hard time processing grief yeah no definitely i think for me i don't really understand how to grieve even like i've always struggled growing up when somebody loses somebody like i don't know how to talk to them so i kind of avoid that situation because I don't understand grief. I never really had it before. And so this, like, you know, these first two times, these are two important people to me. And for that to happen, it's like trying to understand it is really, really weird and gives me a lot of anxiety for sure. For me personally, I definitely have some social anxiety. It's not in the same ways as Rylan. Like I have absolutely no issues interacting with strangers or you know ordering food and all those things that we mentioned yeah mine manifests in different ways and recently in ways that are new to me that i don't i'm trying to understand and wrap my head around and i'm having a hard time actually really with it and i'm thinking of going into therapy about my anxiety because i am having this very strong weird feeling especially surrounding family and friends Like people Mm -hmm. that I'm already close to before I left town or before I've been away from them for a while. It's getting really weird to a point where I'm so anxious that I would rather not see certain people. Even though I know I miss them, I know I care about them, but I think I put so much pressure on myself to... Be something or like be the old you. Yeah, to just be the same person that was worthy of their love before I left or to fit what I was in their minds before I left. And I'm so focused on like, have I changed? Am I lower energy? Do I have different priorities? Yeah. How do I get back to who I was when it's like, you know, I tell this to everybody else, but for some reason I can't wrap my head around it. You don't 
need to be the same person like you're supposed to grow that's how it is like i know personally i have friends in my life who when i have reconnected with them and i see that they've matured in a different way or they are calmer or you know they have different priorities in life i've always walked away from that being like wow i'm I'm really proud of that mm-hmm. person. I love how what what they've become. Yeah. And for some reason, I don't give myself that same grace. The one thing that's been on my mind a lot is if I'm lower energy. I don't know why. I think and because you're like more calm person. I'm so much more calm now than I than I ever have been in my life. Yeah, but I don't think that that's a bad thing. Like even um, with your sister Tina, we had just seen her after coming home. Yeah. And you said, oh my gosh, she's so calm. Like, I know when Tina's doing really good mentally is when she's really calm. Yeah, she seems at peace. Yeah. And I loved that. So, I mean, I feel like obviously people will think the same of you, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I think all my life I've just felt this pressure to earn my place in any room. Yeah. Like, I have to make people laugh. I have to make them like me. I have to be the person that's making everybody feel comfortable making everybody feel heard making everybody enjoy their time here like if i'm ever in a room and things feel awkward i'm immediately blaming myself i've just always been so high energy and like the entertainer guy running around making jokes and i'm just so different now honestly Yeah. yeah and it's hard for me to come to terms with for some reason because i know i'm different because i'm at peace yeah and i'm happy in my life yeah and i mean like you don't you shouldn't have to be high energy running around and trying to make people laugh and like of course that's lovely but if that takes from you like if you end up going home after those days and being like oh my gosh it didn't used to but i think it does now yeah and so i don't know i'm trying to come to terms with this i don't know if any of you have dealt with this before but let me know yeah please reach out either on our instagram or maybe we'll leave a prompt on the spotify if you deal with this Mm -hmm. do you ever feel pressure with certain people you know it's interesting sorry to cut you off but Mm -hmm. i saw this one um tiktok and the guy was talking about you can tell who like is the leader of the group just by how people stand like all their shoes will be facing towards that person and i feel like because we've taken so many like psychological tests and stuff yeah and you always get leader <laughs> that's like the thing yeah maybe you feel like you have to like like that's your everybody's shoes need to be facing me yeah yeah <laughs> no um, but like you just feel like you need to be like the driving force of the room like the maybe i need to learn to be that in a different way i don't yeah. know what it is because i don't need i don't want to be a leader as in i need all the attention on me no i just yeah. want to be a leader in the way of I want to provide value yeah. to everybody around me. You want to make connections to everybody. I want to connect to everybody. I want them to feel happy when they're around yeah. me. I want them to feel heard, mm-hmm. listened to, appreciated. Yeah. And I get scared that I, I don't know if I'm more wrapped up in my own head lately or I don't know what it is. Yeah. But I just don't have the same f- like energy inside of me to be yeah running around and making sure that i'm that for everybody or even just in a one-on-one conversation yeah also i'm 25 now yeah so maybe some of these people that i'm referring to they knew me when i was in my early 20s like 22 23 21 wow you're not in your early 20s anymore i'm in my mid-20s now (laughs) and so what i'm saying i'm gonna skip right over that (laughs) i'm just kidding is obviously i had very different priorities then 
Yeah. You know, I wanted to party, wanted to have fun. And they say that at 25, your brain fully develops, especially for men. I think for women, it's earlier. And I definitely feel that mm-hmm. inside. I feel like there's just a big shift in this 25th year, this 24th year that I just had, where I really just feel like something major has changed inside me and i haven't come to terms with it enough to be able to face the people who knew me when i was 22 and 23 and i need to work through that i know i'm talking a lot guys i hope that somebody out there it's supposed to be a therapy session (laughs) (laughs) yeah we told you this is going to be stream of consciousness yeah definitely let us know if you like this style of episode by the way Mm -hmm. before we continue because we've thought about this before most of our episodes are very structured and, yeah and we write out points and stuff but mm-hmm. sometimes we do want to get on here and just talk to you guys yeah so let us know if you like this or if this is just rambling it's interesting that like whenever we come home for right now we have to stay with family yeah like Juan stays with his mom and I stay with my sister and this can be kind of an anxious situation I mean not that we don't love being home with our families because we do yeah. I love it so much. And I want to clarify, it's not that we are living at home because we just don't want to move out or whatever. Our version of moving out is what we do. Traveling. Yeah, we, we go, we stay in places for months at a time and we come back home to see our family. Mm-hmm. And that's technically our home, even though we spend maybe one or two months out of the year there. Yeah. Our home address is still our parents' houses. And yes. so that's what we're trying to work on this mm-hmm. year. Do we want to keep traveling like this or do we want to have our own home? Because like she said, it's not exactly practical anymore to be yeah. together most of the year. And then when we come home, home is actually us mm-hmm. being separated. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's definitely been a trigger is like the anxiety of coming home and not being able to be together. Obviously, we talked about that before, but. And my father is a therapist, a mental yeah. health therapist. I talk to him about this. We talk to him about this all the time. Mm-hmm. And he has been telling us a lot about self-regulation and learning how to identify when you are feeling anxious or yeah. feeling whatever and how important it is to find what helps you mm-hmm. regulate your anxiety and stress yeah. and to identify your triggers. Yes. And when I was in therapy, I was in therapy about a year ago for my OCD. And it's like the same thing is having some way to regu- regulate your anxiety, your everything. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, finding what works for you. I think we have a good sense of when things are off. Yeah. Definitely. But I think we just get so busy that we just kind of push past it. Yeah. And then when we have a second to actually understand what's been going on, we see how how much worse it was than we mm-hmm. realized. Yeah. So I think we need to get better about really prioritizing it as it comes up. Yeah. And I think like the other thing that I wanted to talk about is because our codependency, you know, grows as we get more anxious, like the ways that I deal with my anxiety are different than the ways that you deal with your anxiety yeah and that's why i think it's important for like us to understand when the anxiety is rising and when the codependency is rising because usually it's the same time i just think in general as we tackle this codependency we will get better at this because it is unhealthy codependency is unhealthy there's not a positive and negative version of codependency it's unhealthy we need to be two separate individuals who together we're stronger Mm -hmm. you know and we have our together stuff but then you have your rylan things and i have my juan things yeah like even 
with what I was talking about, the gym, like that's the way that I regulate my anxiety. And to be too scared or too anxious to go to the gym without one is just doing myself a disservice yeah. because I like to do that to regulate my anxiety. Yeah. You know? And it doesn't only hurt her yeah. when she does that. It hurts me. We were definitely talking about this and in a lot of our podcast episodes, we've talked about, oh, you need to encourage each other to do your own thing, do your own thing and be, be your own people. Yeah. <laughs> but we realized coming home this time around, we have not been staying true to that ourselves. Yeah. And so we want to be open with that to you guys. And, and I think that like with any relationship, even healthy relationships like this will come up because you don't want to be apart from your partner. Yeah. So we're definitely prioritizing this um, yeah. going forward. And we wanted to share that with you guys because we think that it's so important to realize the effects of this codependency. Yeah. And how it can not only affect the relationship, but it affects you and your mm -hmm. self-esteem, your self-confidence. Because yeah. when we're separate, it feels like we're missing like a really major integral yeah. part of ourselves. Yeah, Because exactly. we're so intertwined. So, so we feel like that person is a part of us and like is us. Yeah. And we need them, you know. But yeah, another interesting thing that Juan's dad talked about was co-regulating. Yeah. Basically, we pick up on other people's moods, like whether that be anxiety or yeah. depression or just sadness. Sub subconsciously, human beings can immediately pick up on emotions from yeah. other people in the room. We yeah. have... You can feel it. We have this innate ability as human beings to feel each other's mm -hmm. emotional state, even if we don't realize it. Yeah. It's kind of like when you are talking to someone and you know that they're super anxious. Yes. And then all of a sudden you're getting, you're kind of anxious or something yeah. because of it. That happens all the time. Yeah. And co-regulating from what I remember from our conversation. I don't want to keep quoting my dad because he's going to listen to this and he'll be like, <laughs> you got it wrong. <laughs> but he was just kind of saying you can, as the person who is feeling natural and okay in that moment you can pick up on the fact that your partner is feeling this way yeah and you can use this as a way to pull them out of that state yeah you can be like hey mm -hmm. i sense that you're a little anxious right now you know do you want to talk about what's going on yeah a big thing is breathing together so like yeah. literally you and i lately we hold each other yeah. and we will breathe Take a deep breath i like how when we hold each other and do this breath you feel yeah you feel the other person's breath as it's kind of filling their go. chest yeah. and letting go and then you naturally reach the same rhythm and your body listens to physical cues yeah so like if you're in an anxious and excited state your breath is irregular mm -hmm. but if you even if you're anxious and you breathe very intentionally yeah and you breathe in a relaxed state your body will follow your brain mm -hmm. will follow yeah. And you can relax yourself and bring Be yourself calm. to a calmer state yeah. and then maybe talk out what the source of this anxiety is. Mm -hmm. It's really interesting for any of you guys who are in relationships or even just amongst your friends. It's nice to know that you have the power to help the people around you and pull them out of that anxious state instead of just letting theirs negatively affect yours. You can positively affect their anxious state, you yeah. know. So I wanted to share that, too. Finally, we've been learning to give ourselves permission to relax. Yeah. That's a huge one. Mm -hmm. I feel like we just never give ourselves permission to fully relax. Mm -hmm. And I hope that you guys do that for yourselves. You know, I think we're all so caught up in the hamster wheel of life 
sometimes. Yeah, definitely. That we don't prioritize relaxing and actually relaxing, not our minds being somewhere else. Like just put on a movie and watch the movie Mm -hmm. or just veg out all day in bed. Yeah. Whatever your form of relaxing is, what you feel like doing in that moment, let yourself do that. Listen to your body and feel like you have permission to do that. Yes. Yeah, and just know you're not alone, guys. Mm-hmm. I know I say that all the time, but I, I know that it makes me feel better to know that. Yeah. So I hope that it makes you feel better to know that you're not alone. We deal with that all the time. Definitely. And we are currently dealing with it. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, you're not alone dealing with it ever. So, guys, we hope that this provided you with some value. We know that this was a more serious episode and less lighthearted and fun, but... We just feel like it's important for us to be open and honest Mm -hmm. when we're dealing with these things. Yeah, it's human to feel these things. We all deal with our own struggles. Obviously, we opened up about how we are having some codependency issues, which like it happens. Yeah. Different things happen to different relationships. Nothing, nobody's perfect. No relationship is perfect. But anyways, guys, if you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to leave us a five-star review. We just checked right now and we are at 320 five-star reviews on Spotify. Yeah, we definitely want to keep that going. Yes, let's keep it coming. We want to hit 400 and you guys are incredible. Yes, we, we love you guys so much. Yeah, we've been We've been seeing there's new written reviews. We actually want to read. Yeah. We have two new ones on Apple Podcasts. You can leave a written review. And we're so grateful for you who take your time yeah. to actually write us feedback mm-hmm. like that. It means everything to us. We read all of them. So yeah. here are the two recent ones that we received. The first one says authentic and loving as the heading. It's by Yanni. <laughs> <laughs> so whoever you are, thank you. And they said... This podcast is very authentic and caring. They handle topics ranging from fun to heavy with much care and thought. Most certainly worth the listen. Thank you so much, (laughs) Yanni. Thank you. From the bottom of our hearts, thank you. And then this one's from Auntie Ellen. And they say, my favorite people as the heading. And then it says in all caps, I love you guys so much. Ah, (laughs) (laughs) and that's the whole rating. So, yeah, we love both of you. We love all of you listening. We appreciate all of you. Whether you leave us a review or not, for those of you who do (laughs) want to give us five stars, that does a lot to help us. And also we love seeing those and reading those and knowing that you guys are enjoying what we're doing. So we love and appreciate you guys. Yes, we do. And we are already looking forward to talking to you next week. So bye-bye for now. Bye-bye. Peace out. (laughs) Peace out.